You are listening to the Walk After Falling podcast. I don't know what kind of struggle you're going through. I don't know what the situation may be, but you serve a mighty God. Hey, 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 everybody. What's going on? <laughs> welcome, welcome to Walk After Falling podcast. So, Catherine, tell us a little bit about who we have today. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, we have the owner of the yoga studio I teach at. And, you know, it's funny, um, when I moved to Chicago, I'm really into this thing called Baptiste Yoga. And, I was looking for a studio and there wasn't really a lot of Baptiste studios around. And I heard of this one that was, you know, starting and they weren't open yet, but they were, you know, posting pictures of like the construction. And so I remember when I first got my um, 200 hour training, I emailed you, Jesus, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I want to like teach at this studio. I love Baptiste. And it took me, um, it took me a while to make my way actually to yogic once the doors opened. But once I did, I just felt like I found my home in Chicago. You know, I had a great studio in Nashville, great studio in Syracuse, and I was really missing that. And then when I walked into yogic, I was like, oh my gosh, this place is beautiful. I feel like I'm back at home. And, um, so yeah, and I've been teaching there for about a year, a little over a year and this man, Jesus and his husband, Gerard own this incredible studio. They've created this amazing community and I could not be more thankful to be under their leadership, especially right now. Um, so yeah, Jesus, can you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about you and yogic? Absolutely. And thank you guys for um, having me today. Thank you for including me in your new podcast. Mm -hmm. It's an honor to be here, really. And actually, Catherine, I remember how it all went down when you first taught here at the studio. I remember I was sick. I had the Mm -hmm. flu. I had just (laughs) gotten back from a training, a Baptist training in Park City, Utah. Mm -hmm. I was was sick as a dog and I had nowhere to nobody to go. I had nobody to turn to. And I remember Catherine mentioning that she had just come, uh, come back with her mom mm. from uh, another Baptist training level mm-hmm. one in, um, in Sedona. And I said, well, this is the right time. This is the perfect time mm-hmm. to bring Catherine on. <laughs> and I remember I called you and then you're like, I need to talk to my mother. Yes. <laughs> I remember I called her and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. This oh, is like really Lord. short notice. And she was like, you just got to say yes. That's what this whole thing is about is be a yes. And I was like, you're right. There's no time like the present to put that into practice. Absolutely. And it was really all about that saying yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and you did. And, and, and I'm so thankful to have you. We're so thankful to have you as part of our team because you bring such energy and dedication to the practice and your teaching that it's, it's incredible. Um, you are somebody that we really, really, um, appreciate and cherish. And, uh, I am just looking forward to many, many more years of awesome connection and, mm-hmm. and collaboration. Yes. For um, sure. but, um, it's definitely something that you just said about saying yes. Um, it's, it's been, kind of the way we've been handling ourselves for like the last three years Mm -hmm. um, since this project really started. It was 
about saying yes, mm. uh, about saying yes to change, about saying yes to not living a life of stagnation almost. Mm-hmm. I had been, um, and, I'll, and I'll tell you guys where I'm from and all of that, but I'm I, going straight into um, like how we ended up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really, it was really all about saying yes, mm-hmm. um, because I had been working um, in a corporate job for almost 14 years. Wow. And um, I was a pretty successful young professional. I had a great salary. I had lots of vacation time. I had a nice car. I had a nice apartment uh, in Texas, a condo in Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I, I, you know, I had it all going for me. It was, it, you know, it was one of those things that you're like, well, I'm so lucky to have all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, at the same time, I, I feel like the more success I got at, at work and my job, like the more miserable I, I became mm. because it wasn't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It was a career that basically didn't give me anything palpable, you know, mm-hmm. like nothing that I could, I could see with my eyes, nothing that I could take home and, and, and talk about. And, um, it was like a trap almost. Mm. I, I felt, I felt trapped and, um, it was, uh, something that I feel like a lot of people experience, a lot of young professionals experience, mm-hmm. uh, they see this success building up and all of these other things that kind of tie you down even more, you know, mm. you get, Oh yeah, you have money. You can afford a house, but now you have a mortgage. You can't really <laughs> go anywhere. Yeah. You have a beautiful car and then you have another car payment that you can't go anywhere. <laughs> um, and then it's just like the more successful you get in your career, the, the less of a chance of you ever leaving that life. Yeah. Mm. But it was something that I was just not up to anymore. And mm-hmm. I, did not want to stay there and waste, I don't know how, how, how many more years of my life mm-hmm. uh, in, in that, in that career that, um, you know, promised like a really bright future, but, you know, really didn't sound like something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And like really putting all of my energy into that work, into that job. Um, I was tied to a phone 24 mm-hmm. seven and uh, no vacation, none of that. Wow. So I, 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 I told Gerard, my husband, look, I can't do this anymore. I know it sounds terrifying to quit this job, to quit this career. Really. It was, Mm -hmm. it wasn't just a job. It wasn't, it was, it was a career I had built for over a decade. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was just not, I was not going to just drift along. Mm -hmm. And, um, I wanted something better for, for ourselves, for myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, that's where I, I, I told him, it's like, look, I want to do something of our own. I want to start something. And, and, and the only thing I know how to do besides moving oil tankers around the world wow. is yoga. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only thing I know how to do well. And I, that's the only thing I can think of if, you know, if we're going to start our own business. It's going to do something it's going to have something to do with yoga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, this was in 2016. Uh, and uh, I told him, look, I want to go to India. I want wow. to go and become a teacher mm-hmm. in India. 
And I don't know why, but it's just calling me. He's like, mm-hmm. you can go and do a teacher training here in the United States. I'm like, I know, but I just <laughs> feel a connection to India. I feel mm-hmm. a calling. I want to, I just want to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did, I, I, I left in uh, March of 2017 and I went to a small town in Northern India called Rishikesh and mm-hmm. I spent four months in wow. India, mm-hmm. um, just training every day learning yoga from like a teacher's perspective. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I was just there for all those months. Then we, then I came back and I, I became a yoga teacher, obviously mm-hmm. came back to the state and uh, we moved from Houston to Chicago. I um, lived for most of my adult life in Houston and uh, Gerard, who is from Barcelona, did not like Houston. <laughs> and uh, he did not want to uh, set even deeper roots in Houston. So it was time to, you know, uplift and get out of there. And I had suggested Chicago on a previous trip here and he liked it and he didn't really know much about Chicago. He trusted me and he said, yes. Uh, and, uh, we bought a home in Chicago, moved to Chicago in August of 2017. And we started looking for a commercial retail space for our yoga studio. And, uh, very naively we thought it was going to take us, you know, a month or two to find the perfect space for our studio. That wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. Uh, We uh, spent months looking for the space. It wasn't until January of 2018, yes, that we found found the space that we are in in Lakeview, uh, in uptown Chicago. And uh, it wasn't until July of 2018 that we were able to open. We had to deal with a lot of Chicago red tape and permits Mm -hmm. and Lots of headaches to get this space to open, but mm-hmm. we finally did in 2018, and um, we've been here ever since. And I, I don't think there's a day when I when I say, why did we do this? Mm-hmm. Um, there is no there is no day that I don't wake up and think I'm excited to do what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. My my teaching connection to this community that we built and that, that we're still building. I feel like this community is organically mm-hmm. growing every mm-hmm. day. Um, and now that we have this other, um, plat- like this other, um, medium of, mm-hmm. of getting to our, to our clients and students, we're, we're, we're now evolving into like a different, um, area mm-hmm. of, of connection and community building and we're super excited yeah. uh obviously right now we don't have our physical space we don't have that direct connection to our students via you know touching mm-hmm. each other uh, but we know that they're there and I feel like everyone's really just waiting for for this to be over mm-hmm. this, this COVID-19 situation to be over so we can come back here and and keep growing this this into an even bigger and more connected community. Yeah. Yes, I love that. And shout out to Gerard because he is like, he 
and you are the co-owners. And I think a lot of us, you know, we see you and, you know, we interact with you and you teach us, but Gerard does so much. He really helps keep that place open and his support Mm -hmm. is like, it's felt like his energy and his love are felt like so strongly. Mm -hmm. And he is just, it, it just must be so like, you couldn't have done it without him. You couldn't have done it without his yes too. Absolutely not. And, um, I mean, it's like immediately I, I think of all the numbers, uh, mm-hmm. and all the, the, the housekeeping mm-hmm. logistical aspect of running a business, it, like even the smallest details, like you walk in and there's a fridge full of coconut water and mm-hmm. kombucha and, and other things like that all has to be purchased. Like mm-hmm. all of it has to be sourced and he takes, he takes care of all of it, mm-hmm. all of it. Like the only thing Gerard doesn't do here is teach a class. Mm-hmm. Everything else is basically like, even like cleaning the windows, mm-hmm. like ordering stickers, mm-hmm. like paying the bills, mm-hmm. talking to mind body, the software that we use mm-hmm. here at the studio, yeah. everything it, scheduling classes. Now that we're doing live stream, uh, Gerard is the one that sends out the emails for everybody to mm-hmm. access the class. So like, Gerard, yeah, again, the only thing he doesn't do is teach a class. Mm -hmm. And now he's actually teaching meditation. So like he's already, (laughs) now he's teaching. And uh, in the fall, when we start our teacher training, he's going to go through the teacher training. And then next year he'll be teaching too. So um, I'm really looking forward to to that day. But it's so true. Like Mm -hmm. this place would not be what it is right now if it weren't for for his support. And, And honestly, something that I always say, like he unconditionally trusted me you know to like uproot what he had in texas and come here Mm. and start a business from scratch no direction no idea of how to do a lot of things and here we are Mm -hmm. and um you know we've had ups and downs and like we've had moments when we've been like my gosh like we really hope this works out, but <laughs> he's always, he's always trusted and he's always been a huge yes for, mm-hmm. for this place, for like what we're creating here. Mm-hmm. Um, and absolutely so thankful to have him on, on my side. Yeah. Yes. I'm so thankful for him too. And so when you guys were living in Houston, you started at big yoga in Houston. Did he find yoga at the same time you did? So no, um, I had been uh, practicing, well, I've been practicing yoga since 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did not find big yoga, another Baptist community there until I think it was. So let's see, we left in 2017. I had been going there for six years. So like 2011, maybe. Okay. Uh, and uh, Gerard and I met in 2014. And before that, Gerard had never done yoga in his life. So, um, and it's really funny. The first time he had any exposure to Baptiste Power Yoga was on day one of 40 days. Because I I enrolled him in 40 days, (laughs) told him that he'd be okay. We all heard that one. This before. is exactly what I did that to Julian too. I took him to your ninety minutes class on Saturday morning. Oh my god! And just threw him right in the fire. Yeah. yeah. So I I threw him right in the fire. I told him like this is a challenge. I've done it a couple times. It's wonderful. You're gonna love it. It's forty days of <laughs> yoga, and he like 
he just didn't know any better. He's like, okay, that's fine. Uh, So we went to yoga. I remember, and we were doing 40 days. Uh, and we were taking like the 5.30 a.m. class every day. Oh, my gosh. Because oh I had to be at work. It's, at, it's like 7.30 or 8. And yeah. he had to be at work at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we had to go in the morning. And uh, we lasted we lasted one week. That's one of the 40 days <laughs> I have not completed. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and he, he, yeah, he was super sore, tired. <laughs> he did not like it at all. I'm lucky that he was like willing to like go back afterwards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I am lucky that this guy was too because well, yeah, that's always the that's I feel like that's where it is sometimes like people people don't know how much they are capable enough to go. Like I, I yeah, like during the first class that I ever had, like I'm just she tried her best to prepare me for it and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I could do this. Like, you know, I could I put myself through some things, but I walked out probably 40 minutes in. <laughs> And I remember yeah. telling you, Jesus, I got to go. You're like, yeah, yeah, go get some air. But <laughs> but I think the biggest thing is walking back in. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. getting Absolutely. going back in because I could have walked out and I could have, you know, milked it and and stayed out there longer or just said, hey, I'm really not feeling good. But I think it's saying yes first, but also like continuing to just put yourself back in it. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. I'm still not perfecting the downward dogs. And I still have like my shoulders are, are feeling weak, you know, and I'm week three into the 40 days now, but it's like, I find myself being able to stay in it longer now, instead of, mm-hmm. you know, my mind going to like, I got to get off this mat. I got to get off of it. But as long as I'm on there, I know that I'm in it. And I think that's the most important thing for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, we all, I feel like we all started, you know, in, in some so somewhat the same situation. Mm-hmm. When I first started doing Baptist yoga, I I had been a runner for many, many years. I was a marathoner. I've, mm. I, I've run, I've ran for many years and wow. I uh, went to my first Baptist yoga class. It was a 60 minute class and halfway through the practice, like actually in like the uh, Crescent Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Crescent Lunges, and all of that series. I, I I actually had to like many times come down into child's pose because I couldn't even stay up. Mm-hmm. And I was a runner. Like I thought in my head, yeah. I had like the strongest legs, and it wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> but it was it was something that. And the thing is, like before finding Baptist Yoga, I had a very casual relationship with yoga. Like mm-hmm. I. I used yoga or I, 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 I went to a yoga class just to stretch a little bit after my running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a very, it was a very like secondary activity for mm-hmm. me. Like it wasn't something that I saw as like, oh, oh, I have to go practice. Like, no, it was actually something that I found that would, you know, keep me from getting injured. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I just did sporadically and Mm -hmm. and to be honest i i actually found it super boring Mm -hmm. uh and i i you know it wasn't it wasn't really my favorite thing to do but i knew that it was good for me Mm -hmm. um so but it was never a challenge you know i i i I went to like hatha classes Mm -hmm. like or like you know like slow flow Mm -hmm. or like deep stretching you know that Mm -hmm. were specifically really really good for runners you know just like to to like open up a little bit and like and lengthen the, the, the muscles, but it wasn't a challenge. Mm-hmm. Then I found Baptist yoga and I got my ass handed back to me <laughs> in the first class. <laughs> yep. 
you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's where I, I was like, oh, wow, this is difficult. And uh, but I saw it as a great challenge. And um, it not only kept me from getting injured, it, it also like straightened all my muscles. Mm-hmm. And, and I became a better runner, actually, after uh, doing yoga um, regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's so yeah. funny because um, I I found it when I was, you know, in the middle of my swimming career <laughs> in college. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why I really loved it because, you know, like the slower classes, it's it's the same thing. It's like you get a little bit bored and you kind of check out but baptiste yoga it's so physical and it's so um it's so athletic and so you're kind of forced to really like be in the moment and like be with your breath and your muscles and Mm -hmm. i i think that's why at first i really loved it because i loved that physicality and the challenge of it Mm -hmm. and it just like Mm -hmm. it makes you be in it (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely and um i you know as as a teacher and you, Catherine, as a teacher as well, like, I feel like uh, for us, or for me, I'm, I mean, not going to generalize, but the the greatest testament of dedication is seeing a student come back to class. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if they struggled through, you know, their first experience, like Julian, you know, mm-hmm. like you came in and you didn't even know what you were getting yourself no, into. And you... You know, you actually had the courage to step outside mm-hmm. and say like, whoa, regroup, <laughs> let me like take a breather, sip of water. Mm-hmm. But then you came back. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that is that is dedication right there. And it's I feel like to, to me, when I see that happening, when I see students that struggle, but keep coming back. See, like, seriously, that is what I love about this. Mm-hmm. This is what I love about because. Yeah, I've had students that come into my class and then they have perfect poses and they have a perfect practice. And I mean, it's their practice. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're there just to facilitate the yeah. space. But um, what really like what really fills my heart with joy every single day is seeing people who struggle through the practice, mm-hmm. but want to come back and mm-hmm. want to get better and want to see benefits. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's even even better when you start hearing them talk about the benefits yeah like in the lobby or in the hallway or like in the classroom like oh my gosh i couldn't do this before or like i couldn't do this or that and now i'm i'm halfway there Mm -hmm. with that that excitement and that that chatter prior to class or after class is what really fills my heart with so much joy Mm -hmm. and what really like makes me think every single day that this is, you know, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And I think it's so cool with yoga because it's, it's not just the physical practice, you know, and it's like the physical is the access to get to, you know, whatever it is you need mentally or emotionally or spiritually. And I just love that. Like there's like you were talking about when, you know, you, you found that you needed to get out of your job. It's like, it's like yoga wakes you up in that way. Mm -hmm. It makes you realize like the things that you do that are just so default. And like, I, that's why I love, you know, Baptiste yoga is because it's about like that, that connection off of your mat too. And, um, yeah. So I just love that part of your story too, mm-hmm. that you were just like, I can't, I can't like live this life of just like unfulfilledness mm-hmm. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And 
also like to touch a little bit on what you just said about the spiritual aspect of yoga. Mm. Um, so I was, I was brought up Catholic. I, I was born in Venezuela and mm. I grew up in a very, very Catholic family. We, mm-hmm. you know, we had all of it, all of it, all yeah. of it. the whole <laughs> shebang Catholic. Like that was, that was my, my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously not obviously, but my, my personal experience, uh, when I, um, discovered and realized that I was gay, then I started having, um, I started having issues with the rhetoric mm-hmm. up in, you know, you know, mm-hmm. the, the big guys up in, yeah. up in Rome and yes. all of, all of, you know, um, and, and it started to really disenchant me and, mm. um, even discourage me from, mm-hmm. from keeping, um, um, you know, uh, uh, a regular, religious, um, practice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's also a practice. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, I, yeah, I started to just step away from, mm-hmm. from all of it. Um, in fact, I, I'm the only one of my siblings that wasn't confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, it was, it was a choice, you know, I, I decided not to do it, uh, because I just wasn't, I didn't feel Uh, welcome. I didn't feel yeah. uh, like I belonged. Wow. And um, I know that um, it's, it's, everyone has, everyone has a different, a different story. Everyone yeah. has a different perception and um, of, of how things, you know, happen and like mm-hmm. what, what is said, you know, yeah. and like what if you take things, however you want to take things. Mm-hmm. But like my personal case, I, I wasn't feeling that connection anymore. Yeah. I, I wasn't feeling that connection and it wasn't necessarily a connection to God or to any, any, any aspect of, 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 you know, like the, the actual, mm-hmm. uh, b- belief, but it was, it was, um, it was, um, more a disconnect to the, um, organization, like mm-hmm. the structure yeah. of, of, of everything. Um, and really simply and, just people too, because, people in those in people that could be closest to us in those situations as well is can be the first ones to to let us down you know yeah it, oh, yeah, oh, yeah yeah and it and it puts you like you feel just so um just further away than anybody than you've ever felt you know what i mean even though you are the same exact loving person yeah absolutely and and it was it wasn't necessarily like you know it was so out in the open and like like denouncing denouncing it so openly that made mm-hmm. me feel like wow like i'm totally not welcome here like yeah. it's not cool what i do is not cool and mm-hmm. it's not accepted and like you know what i'm i don't have to deal with this so like i'm yeah. just i'm just gonna leave but anyways and like to make the story short um and not to um you know go into a tangent so much i <laughs> i had lost that sense of um spirituality. Um, I had lost it. I I had, I had gotten concerned and worried with like more material things Mm. and, and, um, going back to, Hey, I had a really good job, you know, and like I could do basically anything, go anywhere I wanted. Like I focused my interest and attention in that I traveled, I, you know, did, you know, bought cars (laughs) and just material things really. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, then, then yoga, then yoga actually gave me access to spirituality once again. Mm. Um, and I feel like when, um, so actually I went to India in 2010. Yeah. That was my first time to visit India. And 
I fell in love with just the vibrancy of their religion. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt like it was such an abstract, um, like, like an abstract um, religion to me. Like I, I just, I couldn't, could not make anything of it. (laughs) um, And I couldn't understand any, any of it. But it was so vibrant and palpable um, in the air and the, in the, in the mm-hmm. you know, everything that it like, it got into me, into yeah. me. Um, and, um, and then I kept getting access to that spirituality and that feeling uh-huh. of connection to a higher something, yeah. you know, like no name, no, no, no face, no yeah. title, just connecting to something bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I knew that I could get more of that through yoga. Yeah. Uh, and I probably, I feel like that's probably why I wanted to go back to India um, and, you know, and do my training mm-hmm. over there. Cause I felt like it, to me, it was just like, I mean, the cradle of it all. Like mm-hmm. I could, I felt yeah. like I couldn't get any more connected to the practice uh than you know at the source you know and mm-hmm. and and i went to this place rishikesh it's called the yoga capital of the world it's <laughs> definitely marketing yeah. but like you know i i felt and i totally drank the kool-aid i was in yoga nirvana so <laughs> i i was i was so happy to be there and um again um my relationship with religion is it's very fluid right now and mm-hmm. and it, it's been for many years yeah. i still believe and you know i believe in, in se- several things and, and again yeah. being brought up catholic in a latin country you believe in a lot of angels and, and mm-hmm. virgins and yeah um so i still have a connection to all of that and i yeah. keep that present uh, but, um, I feel like what I've developed over the, over the last, I don't know, like nine years is that spiritualness that only comes from within. And like, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no, um, there's no specific name or specific yeah. face or anything. It's just, you know, knowing that there is something bigger than yourself mm-hmm. that can get you through tough times. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I've, I've gotten access to that, uh, through yoga and yeah. my practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know what what brought this up, but like, no, yeah, that's it, okay. Yeah. Hey, that's what it's One. about. We, mm-hmm. We're learning how you walked through a, through a season of your life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And even and how it shows up even today. And it, it might not be perfected in 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 the way anybody thinks that it is in our lives. You know, and we just continue to walk with it, learn from it, grow in it, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, and yeah. I also think you know part of what is so unique about all of what you just said is, you know, your what you felt from the church was like an unwelcomeness. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the exact opposite of what you've created mm-hmm. at yoga. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so welcoming to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so powerful to, you know, experience what it's like to feel kind of shut out mm-hmm. or even, even yeah. put down because of just who you are and like your innermost self mm-hmm. and then to come back and say, no, like th- this is the space I'm going to create. It's for everyone, yeah. wherever mm-hmm. they're at, whoever they are. And that's, yeah. that's what I think, you know, is so special about yogic and is part of the reason that it, it is going to continue to grow mm-hmm. is because you're reaching 
ev- everyone. Yeah, you give yep. it. You give it a. It's like almost a, a thing is like come as you are. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where you are, what you've done. You may be this the a marathon runner or a division one swimmer like Catherine. You know. And you come as you are because you're not going to start yeah. in the same place and you're not going to end up in the same place, but you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. And that's for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing uh, that we have actually, it's like on our mission statement, like, you know, everybody is welcome mm-hmm. and everybody is going to be celebrated. Yeah. And that is, you know, even if just showing up on your mat, that is something that we will celebrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get through six wheels in your practice, <laughs> then that's what we will, that's what we will yeah. celebrate. Mm-hmm. So um, creating a place where not just everyone is welcome. Absolutely. Everyone is welcome. And we want everyone to come here and experience the healing practice of yoga, but mm-hmm. also celebrating people. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like by acknowledging people's um, accomplishments uh, and breakthroughs, and that's why, the name of our practice room is breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Like that's where magic happens. Yeah. That's where people experience themselves themselves differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so like adding that cel- celebration, and then this is why we clap after every class. Like we're yeah. acknowledging people for their hard work and like literally showing up on their mat is probably the toughest thing that they did that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that sometimes there is, there is, you know, resistance and, uh, you know, we come up with a story that, oh, I don't have enough time or this is happening or I need to be there. But mm-hmm. showing up on the mat and uh, and doing the practice is more than recent enough to celebrate every single person mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so absolutely. Yeah. It's I something that. that we that we strive for every day. And um, it's something that I I I personally you know, see as, as my mission, you know, mm-hmm. um, being a person and who, who around me personally, everyone feels welcome mm-hmm. and everyone yeah. is celebrated and everyone's part of the community. So that, that's my mission. Mm-hmm. Like, so everyone see me as some, someone who's welcoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it means to be a leader. You know, you're not just there. Like you said earlier on, you said you're, you're there to facilitate people's practice and and you're creating this environment and this atmosphere um and this home for people home away from home and and that's what being a leader is all about you're not giving out you know even though you're you're taking them through a sequence you're not saying this is exactly what it needs to look like this is exactly what you need to do you're not hovering over them micromanaging them you're not doing those types of things so tell me what it is when you when you think about your mission and everything you've done up until this point and i know you talked a little bit to us on the phone too about being in in leadership training as well but Mm -hmm. um tell us a little bit about your the way your style of leadership so one thing that i that i like to do uh and that i'm constantly working on is the idea of you need to have people on your side you have to recruit people to your idea you Mm -hmm. have to um, you have to bring people on to your team um, in order to fully um, uh, be a leader. Yeah. And um, not just that, um, I feel like or my style really is empowerment mm. of the team. Yeah. Uh, because ultimately I am, I am responsible for, I'm responsible for, for, so I'm responsible for my own personal 
actions. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for my leadership in the studio, but I'm also responsible for the team. I'm responsible for their actions, not their actions, but like their, them stepping up to a leadership role and, and, and spreading Mm. the message and spreading our mission is how I like to, to be a leader here, not just telling people what to do, not just telling people, Oh, you have to do it this way. Like, no, actually let, let's, let's talk about this. I want to sell this to you first. Mm -hmm. And then, then we can both of us sell it to everybody else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So empowering my team members is my number one purpose. Mm, Um, Give them, giving them access to leadership is what I'm after too. Mm. I love that. And I definitely feel that even just like you guys pushing us too towards towards leadership mm-hmm. with, you know, asking us about workshops and then even just like letting me start leading meditations too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, those and being a part of coaching the last 40 days, you know, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. um, this is definitely a space where I, I want to keep growing and I don't think there's ever a point where you stop growing as a teacher and as a student. Yeah. And yeah. so I definitely feel that, um, feel that from both you and Gerard. Mm-hmm. I'm glad because that's really what we want to, that's really what we want you guys to see. That's really what we want all you and all the other teachers. Like this is a two way street. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, I have expectations of every single person here on the team, mm-hmm. but I respect every single person on the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to always be available for, mm-hmm. and, 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 and it comes in like many different, many different shapes and forms. Like I want to be available for questions. I want to be available for feedback. I want to be available for um, just counseling, coaching, whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to wear as many hats. I will wear as many hats as necessary mm-hmm. to empower the people that are here supporting us in our mission, yeah. because without our teachers, you know, it would look a lot, a lot different mm-hmm. than it does today, mm-hmm. you know, and it is, it is, it is so important to have people who are for you mm-hmm. and who are for your idea and your, and your vision and mission mm-hmm. to make it work. Mm-hmm. Because if it's, if you're an island, you know, like you don't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. You, you, you have to, you have to recruit people you have to get them on board, mm-hmm. empower them mm. to be leaders in the community, and then things just happen. Things mm-hmm. happen and mm-hmm. keep getting bigger and better, but you can't do it all by yourself. No. Yeah, for sure. And all these hats that you kind of put on with your leadership role, not just you know with the teachers, with the students, like what sorts of damaging thoughts come in with that? What sorts of lies do you feel like you have to face every day with that? So damaging thoughts, definitely. I don't know enough. Mm. It's, it's the one that comes up mm-hmm. all the time. Like, who am I to tell them this, you mm. know? And, and um, it's, it's something that I have to keep reminding myself. Like yeah. everyone, everyone is, at a different stage in their life and their teaching um, 
career, if you want to call it that, <laughs> in, their, in, their, in their teaching journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, everyone is here for like a different purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so your inexperience in one area shouldn't be um, something that keeps you from doing work in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and bringing humility and um, humility, really, it's, it's all about, it's, it, it comes down to that, in my opinion. Like, yeah. look, I may not know a whole lot about this, but I want to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and I need your help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting over, getting over the, the story and the thought that you have to know it all in order to lead. Mm. Um, it's what I, what I have to remind myself every day. Yeah. So the damaging, you know, just, you know, unnecessary thoughts are, are usually those. Like I, I, I don't know enough about this or I'm not ready mm. to do something yet. You know, like I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready to lead a teacher training. I've been telling myself that for a year already, <laughs> mm-hmm. but here I am writing a teacher training, putting it together, hoping to submit it by the end of the month mm-hmm. and hoping to start our teacher training in the fall, you wow. know, and I awesome. keep telling myself all the time, like, I'm not ready for this, but mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just, just that's, that's those are the, those are the things that kind of like creep in every once in a while mm-hmm. or a lot really to be honest mm-hmm. but just fighting them and and trusting that things will come in. if you have passion for something and if you really are for something that it'll happen mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you know that's so funny because i think that's why i put off wanting to like do a workshop or anything like that and i i feel that way too when like when I'm teaching and someone either asks me a question or, or I'm teaching someone who doesn't really have like a full handle on the practice yet. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't know enough to do this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, I have so many tools in my toolbox Mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. And when you break it down, like I, when I was taking my Nashville training and Dan Nevins was teaching us how to teach to specialized populations like vets or people in wheelchairs or anything like that. He's like, actually it just comes down to the three themes of Baptist yoga. Like, are you a yes for what's happening right now? Are you a yes for your teaching and for empowering this person? Give up Mm -hmm. what, you know, this whole idea of that you don't know enough and you're, you are ready right now actually to like, you have the tools. It's all about, you know, building, building that true North at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's what I love about, about this style of yoga too, is that they're, they give you tangible tools, not just for putting together a pretty yoga pose, but for being a leader. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And Catherine, the one, um, the one canon of Baptist yoga that I, that I tell myself all the time is you are ready now. Mm -hmm. Like, if not now, when, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what was, was it going to take? Like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. So like, I have to remind myself all the time, like, yes, you are ready now. And like, if you're not, if you're not, then, you know, time doesn't wait for anybody. Mm-hmm. And it just, things happen before you know it, we're 40, before you know it, we're 50, we're mm-hmm. 60. Mm-hmm. And that's why I left that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's why I left that job. It was the scariest thing in my life. You know, I, and, and, you know, like, no, I'm not going to waste my life doing, like, doing this. Like, yeah. it's just not fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And it, I know it sounds 
it, yeah, it's such a romantic idea. It's oh, I'm going to quit my job, and, <laughs> and it's it's hard. It's difficult. And like I said, like the older you get, the harder it is to quit a, a career. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. it's just I felt. I feel very lucky to have had the opportunity to shift my life in such in such a dramatic way, mm. uh, and and you know have have this right now. Like I'm sitting in the living in the in the lobby of my own business, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, it, it we worked hard, we did the work because I mean obviously you have to do the work, like mm-hmm. you have to yeah. be for it and do the work mm-hmm. and like not just wish for it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I know I know that not everybody's lucky enough to get up and leave. Mm. Um, but you know, like you said, uh, Catherine, like we have the tools. We yeah. have the tools, and like we've been to the trainings, and that's another thing. Like wanting to go to a million trainings, mm-hmm. kind of yes. like <laughs> hide, hide, you know, kind of like hiding behind the, the, yeah. the yes. uh, perpetual, constant, you know, teacher training that never ends. You know, uh-huh. I know people that keep going and going and going and going and spending thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of dollars and like not teaching. Oh, I just need to get this one more training and then I'll be ready. But then something else comes up and I'm like, well, I need to train in this too. And then I'll be mm-hmm. ready. So like, you know, just kind of like dropping that mm-hmm. idea and then just get in front of people and start teaching. And that's yeah. the only way it's going to happen. Right. And like if someone comes in a wheelchair, then you guys figure it out together. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, pregnant lady comes in, that terrifies me. Pregnant ladies <laughs> in my class terrify me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so scary to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. I am terrified. I don't want to touch you. So I love when they come in and they're like, oh, I know how to modify. So don't worry about me. I'm like, you got it, sister. I'm not looking at you at all. <laughs> That's good. You do your own thing. We'll all meet right. in Tavasana. All right. <laughs> So, Jesus, I hear when you talk about those different shifts that that you've had to take, um, tell us a little bit about with everything happening now with quarantine shelter in place, like how like what what was that whole experience like to make that decision? Because I know you mentioned that you at all costs didn't want to do it unless you absolutely had to you and Gerard didn't want to do it unless you absolutely had to but what has yeah. that been like and how have you guys shifted uh yeah your business in this time yeah so um I I I mean I think I, I should be honest right away and say that I did not want to close the studio because I was terrified of mm. teaching online like mm. that sounded like but you're ready now. The worst, the worst <laughs> thing in the world. Like, I cannot believe we have to do this. And like, uh, we are part of um, through Baptiste um, Yoga. We have an affiliate group, mm. uh, and we all like we had been sharing, you know, just every single day, like many times a day, stories of like what's you know what was happening in 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 the different states and like what what people were doing, and it was all pointing down to like, yeah, we're gonna have to we're going to have to shut down and we're going to have to wow. teach online. And I was just so scared of it. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like time doesn't wait. Mm. And we knew that it was going to happen. It was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a Tuesday and Tuesday, the 16th of March. And uh, I'll never forget that day. And yeah. uh, we said, like, look, it is happening. Uh, we posted something on Instagram. We sent out um, uh, an email to to 
everybody, the whole community, like we're closing, you know, we, we have to, and uh, we're going to start live stream soon. Mm-hmm. And obviously soon, soon could have been, you know, a month mm-hmm. soon could have been a day. Wow. And, you know, Gerard and I sat down and like, look, we have to do this and we have to do this quick, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's just do it now. Yeah. And we, you know, put together like a little, like a little sheet of like how to do a zoom call and like, <laughs> and then like just sent it to all the teachers. And like, we, we got online, changed everything from, from power vinyasa in person to mm-hmm. live stream. And wow. we basically reinvented our mm. business structure yeah. in a, in a day and a half. Wow. Um, and there was, there was no waiting mm-hmm. really. There was, there was no stopping, no waiting. We had to ride that wave of mm-hmm. everybody else is doing this and everybody is expecting you to do this. Yeah. So op- open your, your online studio. Wow. Um, and it's been, it's, it's been an adjustment. Um, I taught the first class. Uh, I, (laughs) I had never, uh, I don't think I had ever practiced a whole Baptist class (laughs) while (laughs) teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was a very humbling, difficult experience for me. Uh, I was mortified because I was sweating like a crazy person (laughs) and, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is happening, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. uh, and um, it sucked. Like flat out, it sucked. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, the first two times, I didn't like it, and I was tired. Yeah. Um, and um, but it, it's gotten better. <laughs> and you know, I'm actually now thinking like, what, what is it gonna be like when we're back here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone is there and like i'm already so used to practice i feel like i'm gonna like place a mat on the ground and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna like maybe Mm -hmm. like go from like the mat to like walking around and like i feel like it's gonna look a lot different Mm -hmm. um but uh the transition has been and and julian like again bring the right people on board Mm -hmm. get the get the right people to buy your idea Mm -hmm. be for you support you And what, what do we have now? We have amazing people yeah. like supporting us. Yeah. And I'm talking about you, Catherine, and everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. teaching the classes, doing the work, doing the thing. And like, we can just be home and know that even if we're not there and like, we're not there all the time, you know, like they're doing the thing and like, they're carrying the mission. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, so that's, that's, that's so important. Like, you know, like you have the right people and then the right people will be, will be for you. Mm-hmm. And then if you're for them, they're going to do what they're going to do. What's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's been hard and we're definitely looking forward to, to the day when we can come back here and like just live a normal life, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> um, but um, it's been good. Uh, yeah. It's, it's been scary really mostly because, well, we, we, we sell a product. I mean, call it what you want to call it. Like people are paying for something. They're right. paying yeah. for a service that is coming to a physical yoga studio to do a practice in a heated room. Yeah. We can't, we can't replicate that via zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, 
luckily it's not just us saying like, Oh, I don't want to do it anymore. Like the whole world is yeah. on, you know, yeah. in the same situation. So like that has really kind of like softened the blow of mm-hmm. people canceling their memberships, pausing their memberships. Cause like we depend on that, yeah, like to stay yeah. open. Um, so we've had, we've had definitely several people cancel their memberships and several people pause their memberships mm-hmm. and it sucks. And, and yes, it's, it really does suck, but it is just what it is. You know, mm-hmm. like we can't do anything about it Yeah, and, and we can't cry about it and we just have to keep going. And yeah. whenever we open, whatever, we have to start all over again. We start all over again mm-hmm. and, you know, recruiting people and getting people to stay and doing an awesome job at teaching mm-hmm. because people will come back if you give them awesome classes, you know? Yeah. But I will say, so, that, I will say this though. Jesus is that, I like I really believe that this has been such a good time for for the studio in so many different ways just to give you an example is like for me I I couldn't be as committed if like if you guys were open like I couldn't be as committed to the 40 days as I am now because I live so far like I live in mm-hmm. I live in the southwest suburbs like 45 maybe like 45 50 minutes away from your mm-hmm. location so yeah. that's been a huge thing. I've been able to like personally, like I had my boss in one of your classes um, and I've, and she's a, she does yoga and I've been asking her to, if she ever wanted to go, but for her to make it to the city has been hard. I've seen that like Gerard's been able to have his family on from Spain, like people yeah. from California are in part of yeah. the 40 days. So it's given yogic like this um, or people access to yogic in a way that they would have never experienced before and now when they travel in they come in like these are people that are going to flock to the studio in that way so i i like for that i just offer that encouragement because i know for me like i would have never i don't even know when i would have been able to do a 40 days mm-hmm. ever yeah totally 100 percent. and um yes absolutely i i i'm i agree with you 100 percent. It, it it has it has opened up the opportunity for for something something that we couldn't do in just the physical space yeah. obviously like people like Catherine's mom in Florida mm-hmm. and Abby in California mm-hmm. and uh we had a girl a friend of ours from Houston she like joined us for like a couple of weeks in in Germany and Spain mm-hmm. yeah. uh Gerard's friend in, in the UK so like obviously oh, like awesome. this yeah. has been a way to connect with people that normally wouldn't be here physically mm-hmm. um and um Actually, so whenever we come back here and we are back to a regular, you know, practice in the studio, we're actually going to keep regular Zoom classes. I was going to say, not, I was, yeah. Not, yeah <laughs> not every class, but like maybe like a weekend class. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Or, or, you know, every once in a while we'll have live stream from mm-hmm. the room yeah. uh, because I know, I know that, yeah, people like, you know, they do their own thing in their cities and they do their, their, their own you know, practice where, mm-hmm. wherever they are, but those that have been to yogic and had to move for whatever reason, yeah. we know that they'll probably keep coming and stay connected because zoom obviously has changed the way we see many things. Yes. Um, this sure. pandemic has opened up. There is, there are negatives obviously, mm-hmm. but there has, there has been so many changes in, in, everyday situations and mm-hmm. and access to many different things that we just 
couldn't do before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone, you know, everyone's on the same boat. So like everyone has to do it. Everyone has to like it mm-hmm. and be, and be a yes for it. You know, because yeah. like before they were like, no, oh, I'm not going to take a karate class online. That's silly. <laughs> right. But like now it's now, now nothing is silly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's so, you true. know, nothing, nothing is silly. I, I just taught a, a private class and, and it was a private class for a lady who basically wanted me to help her get through the journey into power sequence and like show her every single pose, oh. how to do it right. And it's hard. You can't touch her. You can't do anything. You know, it's just like, but it, what, what does, what does that do? It, it, well, you have to get really good at cueing and like mm-hmm. telling her like specifically what to do so she can get into the pose correctly without yeah. you being there physically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this, this, this pandemic has, it's really bad things, but also positive things that, could be long lasting and, yeah. and, 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 and that can bring growth to the studio. Um, and, and honestly, like an additional source of revenue, you for know, sure. we have live stream and people pay for that and that's money that, you know, and there's no limit to that. Like you can bring as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. The physical space has a capacity. Like yeah. you can only fit so many people in there. Zoom, you can a thousand people if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> So, so knowing these things and knowing the possibilities and, and the positives within all of that, uh, what, what has been or what um, has continued to be a true north for you? What are you holding on to? What, what are you looking forward to? From, from, from what happened during the COVID? Or, or I would just say in general, like maybe share a little bit of both. Like, you know, what, what are you looking forward to from this point on? And then but what in your journey has been your true north? Oh, good. Okay. So, um, so my true North, my, my, you know, the, the one point that I, that I always look towards is, uh, growing this community as, as however I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, I want to expand. Uh, I want to, um, I want to keep growing in the city. Um, and I want to, um, yeah, I keep offering this this awesome practice yeah. uh, to as many people as possible and empowering as many people as possible uh, and uh, just sharing that, sharing sharing what I experienced, like sharing my my own personal um, journey and, 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 and my own personal story uh, with as many people as I can yeah. so they can come experience this practice for themselves for sure uh so in chicago uh i want i want on my my i mean i'll t- i want two more in the city <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> um and Speak it uh, now give but, it life now <laughs> yeah give it life for sure uh so so that's that's what keeps me going and that's where i have my eyes you know set on uh and uh but yeah just sharing the practice and growing this community mm-hmm. that um has so much potential and um there's one thing that we put in our um in our website uh this this project you know that started with me frustrated at my, at my old office mm-hmm. you know one day wow. has grown into a project of many mm-hmm. you know it's a project of not just me and Gerard anymore it's a project of you know many other people yeah. um and it and it can look it can look differently for for everyone you know like uh, project could be growing in their teaching or like growing in their practice mm-hmm. or that. So it's, it's a, it's a project that many have 
you know, take in and, and, and take, take an ownership of, and, and I love yeah. it. Um, and, um, uh, from the COVID, you know, what, what I, what I see is, um, really, this has been an opportunity to deepen connection. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, I really want to continue that once we're back in the space, mm-hmm. uh, because, uh, we, I feel like whoever, whoever is sticking with us during this difficult time, they're going to be, I feel like they're going to be with us forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this has been an opportunity to really deepen connection and relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really want to continue that and continue finding ways of, of getting people engaged and getting people mm-hmm. to connect like at a, at a, like a deep, true, authentic level, not mm-hmm. just a, Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Bye. See you mm-hmm. later. <laughs> no, like really authentically listening and caring for, for yeah. other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And what, what sort of words of affirmation or encouragement would you have to give to someone who can relate to any part of your story, whether that was your personal story or the story about, about yogic? Mm, I would say it's not too late to start again. Mm. Mm. I love that. It's, yeah, it's not too late. Mm-hmm. Um, Baron uh, Baptiste, our teacher, he has, um, I think it's actually in the 40 days book or, or quote, you know, it's uh, from like a Turkish proverb or whatever. It's like, it doesn't matter how long you've gone down the wrong road, just mm-hmm. turn around mm-hmm. or like, like just, go back or something. So mm-hmm. like, I would say like, it's, it's never too late to start again. Wow. Um, yeah. age is, age is a scary thing. You know, the older you get, the scarier it is to start or do things that are new or scary, but I don't think it's ever too late. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I was just talking to Julian this morning about that very line in the 40 days book. Um, mm-hmm. and I just love that. I think it's, it's empowering to know that each moment is an opportunity to start again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it can be long-term. It mm-hmm. could be, you know, in your own practice. Like mm-hmm. if you're distracted in a practice and you're like almost like over halfway done, it's never too late. Like uh-huh. go back to it, like get back to being present, like mm-hmm. get back to your breath and like mm-hmm. at least finish the last part of the practice, like, <laughs> you know, in the present yeah. moment, mm-hmm. like in the practice, not thinking about breakfast or lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Well, uh, Jesus, thank you so much for being with us and just sharing so much about yourself and yeah. about this community. And, um, I just am so thankful for you and Gerard all the, all the way back those few years ago saying yes to moving here Mm -hmm. and creating this space because I cannot imagine my life the past year and especially the past few Mm -hmm. months without this place. Definitely. Oh gosh. Thank you guys. Mm -hmm. It's, it's been, it's been such a pleasure and such a treat to talk to you again. I'm so honored and I'm so thankful that you guys, um, extended me this, this opportunity and this welcome to be in uh, walk after falling. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And where can we find you? Jesus? where can people connect with you, Gerard and, and yogic community? Absolutely. So our, our website is very easy. It's www.yogic.com. <laughs> and our emails are super easy. It's Jesus at yogic and 
Gerard at Yogic. Uh, and then I'm also on Instagram. It's easy. It's JV Yoga. That's it. Awesome. awesome. And then Yogic does have an Instagram as well, too. Yes, it's uh, Yogic.Chicago. Awesome. Okay, now bring your hands to heart center. We're going to end today's practice, I mean podcast, with <laughs> one... Ohm. Oh, man, that was good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that was, was so really cheesy. Good. I know, but it was good. He has definitely been just such a huge presence in my life mm. this past year. He and Gerard and just that space. I miss looking at the brick wall and the hands on the wall and their blocks and just being in that, mm-hmm. that physical space. But it's amazing that we're able to bring, you know, the the breath of it mm-hmm. to to our homes for sure for sure such a good one and we want to hear what you guys thought about today's episode make sure you email us we study walking at gmail.com you can find us on instagram and twitter at we study walking and yeah for all you yogis out there join an online class join an online class we'll put some information about it um all the all our walkers keep walking and all the yogis keep keep walking but also it's time for shavasana <laughs> get some rest guys we love you have a great week take care let's keep walking